Welcome back. In this episode, Trisha will explain what joint cracking is and if it's safe. Remember to subscribe and follow Trisha on all socials at Trisha Vardy. I hope you enjoy. Have you ever had the urge to crack your own joints? Or have you been obsessed with all these chiropractic videos online which show everyone being adjusted and having their joints cracked? Well, in this video, I'm gonna tell you if it's safe and whether or not you should even get it done. I'm Trish Vardy. I'm a chiropractor and an osteopath here in London, UK, and I'm one of three people in the whole of the UK qualified in both these professions. I'd really appreciate if you could leave me a comment, ask me any questions that you have that I haven't answered via this video, and follow me on any of my social media channels. I'm very active on those. I would appreciate your time and energy on that too. Now, with spine cracking, we don't actually crack anything as professionals because a crack implies a break or a fracture. So let's just re-terminalize, or sorry, re-terminology on what that means. I don't know if that's a word. But anyway, the terminology of it is the space between those bones, the joints themselves, that's what we're mobilizing. How do I know that? Well, what we're doing is when we're palpating, which means it's a medical way or a health professional way of examining the joints in a very professional manner, you can actually feel. Palpation is feeling for that movement and whether it's occurring or not. It takes us years of training, and years of practice to really hone in that skill. So first and foremost, we can really see if there's any movement or not. Often that's what you'll see in some of my videos when I'm, when I'm adjusting a patient of mine, you can see me palpating the spine to check which levels I'm gonna be adjusting that particular session. Also, although I can treat my own patients and adjust their levels, the most frustrating thing I find is being able to adjust myself because it's not possible. The pure reason why, well, let's look at the spine. See, in your spine, this is the back and this is the front. Now we've got 24 bones in our spine. Each of these bones, they have a disc in between. These are like shock absorbers, so they're spongy and make sure they absorb any shock through the whole of the spine. And these yellow bits, these are all the nerves. And what the nerves do is they start off up in your brain up here, they travel down the inside of your spine, down the spinal cord, and they'll exit various points in the spine and supply your entire, brain, uh, uh, entire body. So for example, these nerves down here in your lower back, these nerves go all the way down to your legs, to your feet. The ones through the middle part of your back here, this is where your rib cage is. These nerves predominantly go around to all of your organs. And then up here in the neck, these nerves go into your shoulders, arms, and down to your hands. Now, when I'm looking at adjusting my own back, I can often feel whereabouts roughly it's uh, quite stiff and in these adjustment in those levels. The problem I have if I'm on my own is that I can't physically create the force needed in an effective way to adjust the correct levels. So if I did try and adjust my own back or crack my own back, then the chances are I'm gonna be moving the joints that are moving too much. Well, let's have a look at what I mean by that. Now, in a nice healthy spine, let's say you were to bend forwards. That's what you should see happen. See a nice smooth curve going through the whole spine. However, most of the time people who are in pain They've got an area that might be overworking, overcompensating because of a stiffness somewhere else. So let's say if this area is stiff and this area is working too hard, these joints are gonna be opening, closing too much and working too hard. And therefore they'll get inflamed or irritated or the discs get compressed more and the nerves get pinched. So we need to then adjust the areas up here. Now, if I was to try and do that on myself, I'm gonna try and twist, 
create a uh, create adjustment, create a movement. Um, maybe I might even use like a foamer or something just to kind of create a pop. But it's just not possible because when I do that on my patients, I'm very specific at which specific level and which side we want to be adjusting. At the same time, what I'm also really specific about is that body weight pressure just on that one area. On myself, and I weigh about 70, 80 kilos, it's not possible for me to generate that sort of force on myself. How can I do it? Uh, so that's why we need to see a professional for that too. Now, is it safe? Is it right? Should we get it done? Well, you know that old myth about well, if you crack your knuckles, you'll get arthritis? It's not really true. It comes from either because people are, and probably adults or parents are telling their children to not do that, so it stops them doing that anyway. But it might have some level of truth in it. See, when we adjust the joint, when you hear a clicking or popping sound, it's often because a bit of gas is released from that joint, so it creates that popping sound or sensation. Now, the thing is, is that when we do that, it mobilizes those joints and you get more flexibility and movement through them. And therefore, if you do that in your knuckles on a regular basis, I suppose if you caught your finger somewhere, it might just make that joint move a little bit more than it should do. Therefore, increasing the risk of injury. If you injure an area, it has an increased risk of speeding up the degenerative process, and that's partly called arthritis. So I suppose that is where the truth may come from about whether or not arthritis is caused by cracking your joints. However, if it's done professionally, safely, effectively, and only in those patients or people where it's safe to do so, because it's not safe for everybody. I'll give you an example. Let's say somebody who's got um, severe osteoporosis, which is a condition where your bones get holes in them, so it becomes very, very brittle, commonly known as brittle bone disease. If we were to apply that sort of force on those joints, there is a really high risk and a very good chance it would cause a fracture. So we would not do that on those sort of patients. So we need to be mindful about who we do this, this with, and that's why every single one of my patients that I see, every single patient a professional sees, would go through a full case history, a full examination, and a full explanation of what the diagnosis is to ensure that we find the most effective and most safe treatment that's gonna be best for that patient. I hope you found this video useful. I hope I've answered the questions of whether spine cracking or now you know spine adjustments are safe and effective. And if you've got any questions that I haven't answered, please do hit me up on my social media channels at Trishal Vardy. I'm happy to answer them. Thank you so much for watching.